la 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 hi everyone it's amy joy here your intuitive healer and confidence coach there was your little podcast jingle to start with um today we're talking about how to actually stop feeling like an imposter right now going once not going twice or three times but just going now going just going once that's it so a little bit about what I do first. I'm an intuitive healer and confidence coach, which means that I help people get to the root, the core issue of what's driving their issues, of what's driving their sabotage and all their like behaviors and patterns, the things that they don't want there. I help them pinpoint that and then I actually have healing modalities where we can shift it as soon as we find it, whether that's like, you know, belief clearing or energy clearing or, um, um, yeah, like mindset shifts, emotional support, stuff like that. So, you know, when my clients come to me, then they, um, you know, they've already been thinking about what their problem is and they've already been asking themselves the hard questions, you know, when they come to me and they're like, just, tell me what it is and tell me how to fix it. Um, I'm not the kind of coach who is, who is like, oh, what, what do you think you need to do? What do you think the answer is? Because I know that they have already been trying to find the answer. And so what I do is I actually help them pinpoint the issue straight away. Like just cutting through all the bullshit of like, you know, swimming around on the surface. Like I help them cut straight to the issue and then I help them actually heal it and resolve it straight away. So in a nutshell, that's what I do. If you feel like you need something like that, let me know. I am actually just starting um, one-to-one sessions with this. So, you know, it's kind of like, I guess it's kind of like counseling, but you you can resolve your issues in the same session like instead of just delving into stuff you're actually able to shift stuff at an unconscious level on the same day Ugh, groundbreaking anyway so um talking about being an imposter so the reason why i'm talking about this um why i'm talking about this today i don't know because i'm in the middle of moving house and my house is an absolute like in an array of shambles but i just really felt i just really felt called to talk about this today um and my experience with this is that you know back in the day i had really bad social anxiety i was super insecure and so i felt like an imposter all the time and you know i did a coaching course but i didn't coach for so long because i was so afraid of people still and i felt like an imposter and so i thought i'd come on and talk to you about the three reasons the three main reasons why you have it and how to stop feeling like that straight away let's shift that imposter syndrome so reason number one and it might seem obvious and also surprising at the same time reason number one that you feel like an imposter is because you are pretending. So I know that back in the day when I had social anxiety, I had this belief that I should be showing up 
as a certain personality, you know, in order for me to make friends, in order for me to be successful, I needed to be this certain type of personality. And so I would show up and meet people and, and just like, I would feel like a total, imp total imposter because I was pretending to be someone I'm not. So if you're, if you're doing that, if you have this belief that you need to be a certain way in order to, um, you know, make friends or like get what you want out of life, and you are trying to put that mask on all the time, then yeah, you're gonna feel like an imposter. And that is, um, that's like, obviously you're gonna feel like that, okay? So the way to get around this is to stop pretending. I mean, that's the easy way to say that, but what you really need to know is that you do not need to be anything or anyone else in order to meet all of your needs you get that like you can have all of your needs met by being your true authentic self you do not need to pretend to be anyone else you might think that a different personality has it easier making friends and stuff like that but it's not true um, for you to make the real true connections that you're looking for you actually need to be your authentic self and so, yeah, I really want that to sink in for you that if you are your true, authentic self, you can meet all of your needs. So there really is no need to try and pretend, to try and have this mask on and facade on um, to, you know, try and get by in life because you can meet all your needs by being your true authentic self. So that's number one, if you're feeling like an imposter and um, yeah, just have a think about in your life, am I actually pretending in areas? Because if you are, that is the literal definition of an imposter, someone who is purposely pretending to be someone else. Like, don't feel guilty about that, but just like be aware of that, that that's a thing and that you can change it, all right? So reason number two is that you are holding yourself to unrealistic expectations. So you know how like you start a new job and you feel like on the first day, you just feel like such a dummy. Like you, you, you're just like, oh my God, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like I've been hired for this thing and um, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm just like, oh my God, like they're gonna find me out, right? Well, you're holding unrealistic expectations of yourself to be like this perfect superstar employee straight away at a new job. And it's just not possible. Every single person has to have that adjustment period. Like, you know, in the first week, you're not going to be able to perform at a normal level, at least for a while, right? But we like hold ourselves to this like standard of, of having to get things perfect straight away. Um, but if you change your expectation and accept that, yep, in the first week, it's just going to be, you know, inductions, I'm just going to show up. And the thing that you need to remember is that like, even if you've been in the industry for 10, 20 years, you still don't understand the culture of that new workplace yet. So on in the first couple of days and first week, you are going to be 
settling in and like getting to know the people, getting to know the systems, getting to know all of that, you cannot be perfect straight away because you don't even know what the culture is yet. So um, yeah, it's changing those expectations because then if you know that when you're starting a new job, you know what, the first week is just gonna be like me settling into things, you can't feel like an imposter because you have set the expectations and that's what you're meeting. You're not trying to reach unrealistic expectations that you've set for yourself, right? And that leads into um, another thing about perfection is like waiting for perfection and feeling like you have to be perfect in order to then show up, in order to help other people. So this was the major thing that stopped me from coaching right like at the start back in the day. Like I studied coaching and still did not coach people for years after that because I had this feeling of like, oh, but I have so many problems myself. How the heck am I meant to coach other people if like I don't have my shit together? And that's a belief that you can somehow meet this level of perfection that's good enough in order to be able to coach other people. And you and I both know that that level of perfection, it doesn't exist. There is no, um, you know, there is no standard, there is no level and there is no perfection. And so you're waiting for nothing. If you're waiting to feel good enough and to feel perfect enough in order to like coach other people and to facilitate and lead other people, you're going to be waiting forever because there is no set standard and there is no perfect. And so once I changed, I shifted that belief, the unconscious level, it changed the expectation of myself. And that's when I was able to actually show up and give the way that I do and change people's lives with coaching. Um, because, yeah, because I embraced that knowledge that I can't be perfect. And so I just have to share anyway. I just have to help people anyway with what I, with what I know because um, people are looking for the thing that you have. So, yeah, don't wait for perfect. Um, so num number two is like holding yourself to expectations of like perfection and and like you know performing perfectly at like the the first time you do something um so yeah the the antidote to that is changing your expectations and really embracing the fact that you can never be perfect you can never be perfect you can never be perfect i'm repeating that because honestly it took me it took a long time for that to truly land for me i heard it many times but to actually embody that and embrace what it means it means that if things go imperfectly i'm fine with it because i already have that expectations that sometimes like I'm going to fuck things up. Sometimes things aren't going to pan out the way that I think they're going to, you know? Um, so yeah, you change your expectation and you won't feel like an imposter because like you're this person trying to pretend to be perfect, trying to pretend to like keep trying to reach this expectation. You're going to feel like an imposter because you can never meet it. It's impossible to be perfect. All right. So that's number two, right? Number three is not owning your strengths. 
So a really big thing about imposter syndrome is this fear that you're secretly shit. And, you know, this, this fear is really perpetuated in shows like talent shows. I know on YouTube, there's a heap of clips on there that's like, on that show, they highlight the really good people and the people that they want to laugh at. The people that they think is shit, right? Now, the people they think are shit and want to laugh at, these people think they're amazing. And like, you know, creativity is um, owned by yourself, right? Like if you want to be creative, you should do that and... It is not up to anyone else's opinion to validate if you were like good or bad or whatever, right? So that's that's my standing on creativity, like the the way that they pick apart um, that creativity. They're trying to mold someone to be like a really particular voice that they're looking for, right? So that's a little backstory there. Um, in these clips, these people that they deem are not good, these singers truly believe they're good and so they show up full of confidence and then they start to sing and the judges are like Ugh, cringing and everyone's like laughing at them behind their back and so and, and like they don't realize what's happening and so people have this fear that they're secretly shit and they don't realize and they're just like going out there and people are laughing behind their back um and then you get the other clips where um, it'll say like, oh, they're an amazing singer and they don't even know it. And they, you know, this, this singer like shows up and they sing and the judges are like, oh my God, you're amazing. And the singer's like, really? Wow. Like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. I did not expect that it would go like this. And honestly, like that's bullshit because you have to have a level of self-belief in order to get yourself to those auditions in order to like actually think that you are good enough to um or like that you are confident enough in it to like actually do one of those in like one of those um auditions you have to have a level of self-belief so the thing about this about being overly humble is that it is celebrated in society and you know we kind of pick up when people are like oh he's arrogant like he's he loves himself he's up himself blah 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 and so we're afraid of that we're afraid of becoming that person um and we kind of have this romanticized idea that if we just stay humble and um you know one day someone will just like come along and discover us and they'll give us all the opportunities um, but in real life, it doesn't happen that way. Trust me, believe me. If you hide, no one will find you. If you don't claim your talents and what you're good at, no one will know that they're there. <laughs> no one is, um, it's no one else's job to discover you. You actually have to embrace what your strengths and what your talents are and share them with the world. Um, yeah, like no one is just going to magically discover you. And I really want to like smash that idea that it's that you'll become arrogant. There's a really massive difference between being confident in yourself and your talents and your gifts and being arrogant. 
So arrogance and that kind of stuff, um, those kind of people are trying to prove something because they don't feel secure in themselves. You know, people like, people match it up with loving yourself. They're like, oh, he loves himself. And it's because they're like arrogant, right? But it's actually the opposite ends of the spectrum. So um, if you truly love yourself and you're confident and you embrace and you like you embrace yourself, you acknowledge all your strengths and you share it with the world, then the only thing that's going to shine through are your values, not arrogance, because arrogance comes from a lack of self-love, a lack of self-confidence, because you're trying to be better than everyone else in order to feel significant, in order to feel validated. So, um, yeah, I just really want to squish that idea and like smash it and um, throw it out the window, put it in a box, put that in a box, put another in a box and then smash it with a hammer. Um, yeah, I really want to smash that idea because it's not true. Um, just because you embrace yourself and love yourself and acknowledge your talents, that does not mean that you will become arrogant. It's not even a fine line. The further you go towards self-love and self-acceptance, the further away you go from arrogance and um, narcissism. Can you believe that? Like, people have believed for so long that there's this fine line that if you love yourself, you'll become narcissistic. But no, narcissism is not about self-love at all. Um, so yeah, just keep that in mind that they are complete opposite ends of the spectrum. So the more you go towards self-love, self-acceptance, embracing your gifts, all that sort of stuff, the further away you go from arrogance and narcissism. Okay. So, um, that's number three is owning your strengths and just understanding that that sneaky feeling of, of like ooh, being an imposter and like, Ooh, secretly like, what if, what if I'm shit? What if I am claiming that I'm good, but I'm secretly shit? What if I'm like putting myself out there, but I, um, but like people are judging me and laughing at me. Well, that just that comes from this feeling like you have to be validated by other people because honestly other people's opinions of you does not have weight on who you actually are because everyone has such different opinions about everything you you cannot get everyone's validation and approval it's just not even possible and so what you really have to do then is learn to find that strength within yourself to know that hang on a second I can just claim this as a strength and share that with the world and you never know who it's going to impact. Um, yeah, so number three in a nutshell is that self-deprecation is bad and leads to arrogance and narcissism and um, insecurity and all that sort of stuff. Self-love and acceptance and owning your shit and owning your strengths, owning your imperfections, all of it, that's at the, that's at the awesome section, the self-love section, the um, confidence section. All right. So a little recap there. Um, if you feel like an imposter and you want to overcome it now, then number one, 
Think about the ways in your life where you actually are pretending. And I know that for me, back in the day, this was socially, I was pretending to be someone else. And of course, I felt like an imposter. So um, there's a little like hard truth for you guys to think about is that if you are pretending, then you are an imposter. All right. So just remember that. And um, yeah, think about ways that you could actually be pretending in your life and how you could start to bring authenticity into it without like, don't feel guilty about this. Just like be aware of it and just notice where you can start to bring more authenticity into your life. Um, number two is holding yourself to unrealistic expectations to be perfect all the time and to like wait to be perfect in order to share your stuff. Um, so the antidote to that one is changing your expectations, embracing the fact that humans can never be perfect. You know, I never hold myself to that standard. I like, I never hold myself to the standard of perfection anymore because I know that it's not even possible. And so here I am sitting imperfectly with you, with my house in boxes, in my moving attire and my little weird pigtails in total imperfection because I just do not hold myself to that expectation anymore. And it just means that more people can hear this stuff because I'm willing to share it imperfectly, right? Which leads into the third one. And that is owning your shit, owning your strengths, owning um, who you are, your personality, all of it. And just knowing that um, you can build that confidence from within. You do not need to look outside of yourself for that validation that your strengths are actually strengths. Um, you have to know within yourself what your strengths are. And in order to get ahead in life, you need to own it. You are the one that actually has to show your strengths and to show other people and be like, hey, look at this over here. Like, I can do this stuff. I can do this stuff for you. Like, this is, this is like confident self-belief I'm talking about here. And um, it's necessary in order for you to actually get ahead because no one is going to like just stumble across you and um, you know like if you're in hiding and being shy and being humble um, no one else it's no one else's like it's no one else's job to discover you and out you all right um, how do you own your shit specifics please um, so this is this is all about instead of seeking validation from other people, instead of like waiting for other people to tell you that what you're doing is good. Like for example, with my music, um, I never believed that I was very good. I was like waiting for other people to tell me. And even then when they did tell me, I wouldn't really believe them. And so it's really important to like build that internal validation and know that it actually doesn't matter. Like there is no good and bad when it comes to creativity. Um, there, there is no perfect and imperfect. And so all you can do is like show up in what you love doing, do your thing. And if people don't like it, cool, <laughs> that's fine. But that doesn't, that doesn't mean that you were wrong. It's just an, it's just like an opinion, man. So, um, 
Yeah, when I say owning your shit, I mean like owning everything that you are and building your confidence from the inside out. You know, like owning who, what your personality is, um, what your values are, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, um, what your imperfections are, what you're awesome at, what you're not so great at, like all of it. Owning everything that you are and um, yeah, like specifically in terms of being like feeling like an imposter, really owning your strengths and having the confidence to speak up and be like, you know what? These are my strengths. I know that I'm really good at this. And um, yeah, that's what's really going to help you get ahead in life is is like letting go of that idea that um, you need to be humble all the time. Letting go of that fear that, oh my gosh, if I embrace my strengths, I'll become arrogant. It's just not, it's like, that is so far from the truth. I, I struggle to put into words how far from the truth that is because it's a it's a feeling it's an embodiment it's like once you've actually experienced it then you're like oh i get it now like i'm sure you guys have heard this stuff a million times right but if you've got unconscious stuff happening like beliefs telling you that you have to do things perfectly or you're a bad person you have to please everyone or you're a bad person like you know, you have to be humble or you will be arrogant and like you're not as worthy as a person. You know, these are all like really intense beliefs that are like dug into your unconscious and your core and that's what drives it all. And so, you know, sometimes just the mindset shift is all you need in order to embody this stuff and other times you actually need that deeper healing to you know pinpoint what the actual problem is what the actual belief is and then the um the tools to actually resolve that so yeah as i was saying at the start like with my clients i help them pinpoint the exact thing that's got, that's um that's driving the problem and then straight away we work on resolving it whether that's through like you know unconscious um meditation um unconscious belief shifting stuff whether that's through um more mindset shifts whether that's through energy shifting or like emotional healing all that sort of stuff like whatever is needed is what we do um because like to be honest back in the day when i was searching for answers in my little um you know, social anxiety bubble, I got really, really frustrated because, you know, I was going to counseling and, and therapy and that kind of thing. And while that was good to really start to acknowledge what was going on with me, it didn't really offer clear resolutions. Like I really wanted to shift this stuff. And at the start, it was good to like get the conversation going and get more self-aware. But suddenly I got to the point where I was like, right, you know what? I know I've got shit going on. I know I have sabotage happening. Just tell me where it is and tell me how to fix it. And so that is why I have developed my intuitive healing sessions because I know what the frustration is like. And this is exactly what my clients do. They come to me and they're like, I know I have this shit going on. Where does it come from? How do we shift it? And then we do.
So that is that. Now, if you are interested in that, just um, shoot me a message on the faces on Facebook. Send me a message because I am starting up these intuitive healing sessions, one-to-one, like one-off sessions, kind of like counseling. You know, you can do a one-off session. You can, I can become your favorite, whatever it is that you need in order to resolve this thing. Um, yeah, so I can do that. I'm offering that over Zoom. I'm also about to offer it at my new place in Karina Heights. So if you're in Brisbane, you can like come to an in-person session, which is amazing. Um, so yeah, if you are stuck with something that you're like, this has been annoying me for years, even a week, whatever. But you know, this has been annoying me. I can't seem to shift it. I'm self-aware. I know that shit's going on. I don't want you to say like, oh, what do you think you should do? You've already asked yourself that. You've already asked yourself that question and you just want someone to like knuckle into that problem and like actually uncover the root of the issue. Because like what a lot of people forget is that your like mind, body, emotion, spirit, it's like it's all connected, right? And so uh, for an example, Recently, I had back pain, right? Unexplained back pain. Came out of nowhere. Have, I've had no previous injuries. I just had a history of this unexplained back pain. So what I did was I actually started talking to my back and I asked it what it needed to say. And I started journaling about it. And it turns out I had a lot of emotions from the past stuck in there. So for me, it was, it was anger that had not been fully processed and expressed. How crazy is that? That I had this like stuck emotion that hadn't been expressed and it was like the way that my body was expressing it was through pain. And so this is just an example of how sneaky these things can be. That, um, you know, you think like you, you might have back pain and you think, oh, it's because I have back pain. Like there might be a, um, a much deeper emotional, spiritual reason for this. And so that is what I help people uncover. Like if you're re feeling really stuck with something, you're hitting limits, you're hitting ceilings, you're like, you keep repeating the same patterns and you can't seem to like break out of that. You keep just like sabotaging yourself and you don't know why. It's so frustrating. And so that's what I help people uncover is the thing, that little needle that's like poking you and um, causing that frustration, so much frustration. And then we actually resolve it. So for me in that moment with my back pain, it was writing it out, it was acknowledging it, it was doing um, emotion clearing exercises um, and it went away the next day. How insane is that? It's amazing just how connected everything is. Um, so yeah, sometimes the resolution is um, that like journaling work, emotional healing work, um, like energy clearing work. And sometimes it's actually doing like timeline therapy and doing the um, guided hypnosis that actually shifts beliefs at the unconscious level. It's like reprogramming your brain. And like that, using that tool is how I actually reprogrammed my brain out of social anxiety. Um, it's how I 
became confident to actually coach people. Um, it's how I overcame people pleasing, like reprogramming the beliefs that were driving the people pleasing. And then, yeah, I, I ended up like healing myself of adrenal fatigue and losing 20 kgs and all this stuff because I actually found out how to get to the root of the issue and resolve it from there. So anyway, that's enough of my ramblings for today. It was really about how to um, stop feeling like an imposter right now. And honestly, my intention was to come on and do a quick one. But, you know, when does that ever happen, right? I just start rambling and then it goes on forever. So um, I hope you guys have enjoyed today. If you have any more questions or like comments about it, let me know. And um, if, if you need one of those sessions because something has been frustrating the heck out of you, um, send me a message and we'll hook something up. Um, all right, guys. So, yeah, to like stop feeling like an imposter today, stop pretending, um, you know, stop holding yourself to unrealistic expectations and stop not owning your strengths. <laughs> Double negative there. Okay, I'll switch it to a positive. Own your strengths and know that you are entitled to owning your strengths. It's important. All right, guys, signing off to today. I hope you have a great day.